Hello everyone. This is Ini Bega Adesonya of the Booming Small Business. Hope you everybody's doing well today. So this week I'm going to talk about um I'm your car. Um it's getting to the end of the year and you're wondering, okay, do I buy a new car for my business or do I just lease a vehicle? That question comes up all the time. And so we're going to or I am going to go through a couple of of pointers that you should consider when you're looking at okay am I buying the car or do I lease the car and um this will help you or this will guide you um in deciding if you should do or um choose lease over buy or buy over lease or you know choosing which one works for you okay um i'm going to talk about a couple of factors let's first of all talk about depreciation um um, depreciation is the wear and tear of a car or a vehicle where in which you actually take a deduction um, in your tax return based on, you know, sometimes we look at the standard mileage or actual, but I'm trying to, I'm going to talk about de depreciation in general. Now for a purchase vehicle, um, you can take depreciation. You can take depreciation for a purchase vehicle. Um, and um, sometimes the depreciation amount can actually be very large depending on the pounds or how many pounds um, your car weighs. Um, I know you'll be wondering, oh, what does pound have to do with it? But there's a way that the IRS classifies vehicles. So if it's below 6,000 pounds, it has a different way of depreciate, different method of or way or different um but the way it's depreciated differently than something or a car that is over six thousand pounds um now um it, so buying a car you will get um you'll be able to depreciate your vehicle right that is one of the items you cannot depreciate um a lease vehicle that's not, you can't do that. And now I want, I'm stepping back and also adding that under depreciation, there are different methods. Um, recently, um, we've already, we've always had this section 179 and the bonus depreciation, but after the change in tax law in 2017, it bumped up the value. I mean, now bonus depreciation is hundred percent, um, in for some items, but the, the depreciate for in respect of vehicles, there are, there's a high, there's a higher rate. I should just say this is a higher rate than before. Um, I'm not going to go into the rate right now, but just wanted to know that there are limitations that apply, um, for vehicles. But right now there's a higher rate to depreciate vehicles, um, based on the bonus depreciation and the section 179. So that's one thing to consider when it comes to depreciation. Um, you can depreciate a vehicle and it gives you a higher tax um, deduction, um, or expense deduction, um, for lease vehicles, you cannot depreciate, you cannot. So that's one of the things to consider. So you don't get a depreciation deduction, um, when it comes to lease vehicles. I know they're standard and actual, but right now we're really talking about actual deductions. Um, when you're looking at the actual deductions, you cannot take, um, you cannot take depreciation when you're leasing the vehicle. Okay. So another point we have to look at, um, mileage mileage is, um, um, a huge point because 
when I just talked about depreciation, there's some some kinds of depreciation that you can't even use if you don't use the vehicle over fifty percent of the um the total mileage in a year. So let's say like you drive um let's say let's say you drive let's say fifteen thousand miles in the year. If you don't um if you do not use the vehicle more than seventy five hundred um, that's 50, um, over 50%, like 7,500 miles for the business. You can't get some kind of depreciation. You, you, you're not able to do that. Now, when we're talking about mileage, um, now strictly mileage. Now we're looking at strictly mileage away from depreciation for the mileage. Um, when you own a vehicle, you know, you can drive the vehicle as many miles as you want. You can drive it, um, 16,000. I mean, depending on how you drive, you can drive it. I mean, and so, um, even if you, you exceed that mileage, there is no problem. You have no issue in that. Now let's look at the lease vehicle. If you lease a vehicle, usually most companies put lease companies actually put a cap on the number of miles you can drive as the, as a lease, um, as a leasee. The person that leases the vehicle usually is 12,000 miles, averagely 12,000 miles. Now, if you drive the car more than 12,000 miles, you're going to pay additional fees for exceeding the miles. So when you're looking at this, you should ask yourself, first of all, now we're talking about um, how, how many miles you drive, right? You might say, okay, I drive over less than 12,000 miles. I don't really drive much. Um, so basically... That's not a problem to me, for me because I, I just drive um, my car for the whole year, less than 12,000 miles. Um, then my business mileage is even over 50% of the, of, you know, I use, well, for leasing, you don't even look at 50% for business because um, um, you can't use depreciation for lease. But when you're looking at how many miles you drive in a year, you have to understand that if you drive more than that cap, you're actually likely to even spend more because every additional mile driven in excess of that cap will result in additional money being paid. All right. So it's very important for you to look at, okay, look at and say, how many miles do I drive in a year? That's one of the, you know, points. Look at how many miles, ask yourself, um, you know, how many miles, if you've not been checking, um, do I try and check that and see based on that, you will say, okay, I should, if you drive more than 12,000 miles, um, a year, um, then, um, leasing would not, I mean, if the cap is 12,000, that's the average cap. Um, but leasing might not be a good idea for you. Um, another, another pointer is length of car use. You know, some people would say, you know what? I really don't like, <laughs> like using a car for more than a year. I, people do that and say, I want to, I want to change my car more regularly. Now to, to sell and buy, I mean, to dispose of a car regularly on a yearly basis, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. Um, but it's easier to actually, um, change a car when it's, when your car is leased, you can return it. And of course, um, there's, uh, maybe some adjustment to your lease agreements. You can trade back in your car and that is not really a hassle. 
um, as opposed to changing your car every year. Again, if you want to change your car every year and you feel that buying it is better, that's fine. That's fine. Of course, there are implications where, as I'm going through, um, you know, the both um, the lease and the and the um, purchasing, a, purchasing a car outright, I'll also explain additional implications of buying and, you know, selling your car over and over again in a year. But again, um, look at it and see if it's if you're the kind of person that you don't really like to hold on to a car for long. And if that's the case, you might think of going to it, um, going the lease going, you know, looking at, you know, leasing as opposed, opposed to buying. So that's one of the things you have to consider. Are you someone that likes to change your car? So that's, um, you know, that's, that's one of the points. Um, so leasing to change a lease, a vehicle that is leased is not, it's not, it's not really difficult as opposed to, um, buying, you know, change, exchange your car back and forth. Again, it's not, um, but that's a personal choice. Now let's go to monthly payments. Monthly payments for lease, a lease vehicle is cheaper than monthly payments when it comes to a purchase. Now, when I'm talking about a purchase vehicle here, when it comes to monthly payments, I'm talking about cars that are financed. This doesn't apply if you buy your car outrightly, you write a check or you you know pay for your car outrightly. There's no monthly payment. So that's doesn't it we're not talking about monthly payments for that. But most people do finance their cars. Most small business owners finance their vehicles. And so when we look at when you look at okay, leasing a vehicle, oh yes, I can lease this vehicle, but but um um I'm, I'm but the good thing is that you I mean you tell yourself that it's long is the payment is lower than having um a vehicle that is um um financed so yes it's much lower and so you might say that okay based on my situation right now i don't want to buy a, a vehicle i want to lease i mean i've seen people that lease very wonderful um vehicles they we um bentley they, they just um of course there's a di different situation or condition i will go talk about that and um, because you know luxury cars is a different ball game so we'll talk about that so now for the monthly payments note that you cannot take a deduction for the monthly payments. I'm going to talk about that, but just know right now we're talking about the value of the monthly payments. Um, the value of the, the monthly payments, the amount is always higher for a finance vehicle as opposed to a vehicle that is not financed. So it looks, you might look at how much do you have to pay for a vehicle that is, um, that you love. So, um, that's one of the things to consider. Um, do you want to pay a higher monthly payment or you want to pay a lower monthly payment? Um, you know, somebody, I just mentioned that somebody said, okay, you know what? I want to show a certain level of, um, prestige because of my business. I want people to know that I can afford this kind of vehicle. So in that case, they actually say, you know what? I know if I buy out or I, I finance this vehicle, it's going to be more expensive. So I prefer leasing. Um, you know, leasing a Bentley instead of buying it, you know, they'll just see because nobody knows that you're leasing the vehicle. So, but of, of course, we're going to talk about um, how that applies in taxes. But right now, um, you have to look at it, your monthly payments. Do you want to pay more or you want to pay less? So that's something that you might consider when you're thinking, choosing to lease or you want to buy or buy the vehicle. Okay. Um, now, 
I talked about monthly payments. Now, what part of that monthly payment is deductible? When you buy a purchase vehicle, the only aspect when you buy, you buy it and you finance it, the only aspect that is tax deductible is the interest element. Remember, we talked about depreciation. Depreciation goes against the cost of the vehicle. Um, so remember that in the case of the monthly payments, you are not supposed to deduct the monthly payments um, from your taxes, taxes. I mean, of course, the monthly payments, we look at the business aspect. You're not deducting the whole monthly payments, even the interest element for tax purposes. You're only deducting the interest aspect of that payment that is business related. Let me give an example. You drive your car, um, let's say, let's say 70% of the time. And then the interest for the vehicle is, let's say, for the whole year, let's put it at the interest part of the payment. Let's put it as, let's make it um, easy to calculate. Let's say um, 5,000. Let's just make it at 5,000. That's the interest from January to December and your calendar year taxpayer. So 70%, because remember 5,000 5, is the interest, the total interest for the vehicle for the whole year. And you drive the car 70% for business, right? The only amount that's deductible is 3,500, which is 70% of 5,000. So that's the aspect that is deductible when we're talking about the purchase vehicle. Okay. So please, it's very important for us to understand that purchase vehicles, the amount that the car payments are not deductible, except for the interest element that is business related. All right. Now the lease vehicles is a bit different. The payments are deductible, but there are conditions. Um, if it's, let's say if the car or van is um, used for 30 days or more, you can actually deduct the lease payment, but there's an inclusion amount, right? Inclusion amount. What this means is that, um, you have to, there's actually, I mean, I talked about a Bentley, right? I talked about a Bentley. Um, and I talked about somebody said, I want to buy, use a Bentley. You know, the IRS also knows that there are cars that are very expensive and that, so they try to put everybody on the same platform. So there's an amount that is not allowed to be, even though you are, you have, I mean, um, car payments, lease payments, there's a certain amount that is, that is not allowed to be deducted. Right. Um, from, um, as part of the lease payment is reduced, the lease payments is reduced and that amount, um, is taken out in such a way that, you know, it's just like being on the same playing field. You cannot say that you're buying a Bentley or, or Lamborghini and say, I'm using it for business and, and the lease payment, it, it, the whole thing is deducted. No, there are guidelines. There are, there are guidelines there. There are, you know, I mean, guide, there's even, um, it, there are actually guidelines. I don't want to really um, go into every single detail, but just note that that for lease vehicles, there are guidelines that you have to look into um, to make sure that you're not deducting. Maybe example, Bentley, Lamborghini lease payments. You, it's not allowed. So just because we say, oh yeah, lease payments are deductible, it's not the full amount because that won't really be fair, right? For someone that you know, the IRS just puts everybody on the same um, level. 
you know, to make sure that if you're listing a Lamborghini, you can't just deduct everything as always, or I'm using it hundred percent for business. And it's possible. You can actually use your car, your vehicle hundred percent for business. There's nothing wrong with that. So there's the lease payments can be deducted fully, but again, you have, we have to really make sure that what is deducted is it's, it's fair. <laughs> so you can't just, as I said, lease a very highly extravagant vehicle and, and want the government to pay for it because that's what it looks like. Okay. So very important. Um, it's, 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 so just to really, um, emphasize again, you can actually deduct lease payments, but, um, there are, um, 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 amounts that we have to look at to see what it is and, um, make sure that it's actually not extravagant. So based on, um, what you're actually paying. Okay. And now disposal of the vehicle. Um, remember at the beginning or one of the points, not at the beginning, one of the points I mentioned was, um, um, you know, buying and selling that you can dispose your vehicle, take it back. And some people that like to change their vehicles. One of the things that happens when you dispose a vehicle, one of the things that it triggers, um, it, um, triggers, for um for lease vehicle is different. Remember, you're not really disposing a lease vehicle, um unless what well, well anyway. Let me step back for lease vehicles. Um, if the lease vehicle becomes um a capital lease where you are actually buying the 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 car later, that's a different ball game. Right now, we're just talking about operating leases where you buy the car and you can take it back. If it's a car that you might lease and buy later, that's different. Um, that is not what I'm really discussing now. I'm talking about, um, vehicles that people, um, lease and return and get, get a new vehicle. Okay. So I know that somebody might say, oh, but I lease the vehicle. Um, and I'm, I have an option to buy That's again, different. Um, we can, I can, you know, emphasize on that. If you have any questions, you can always, um, email or contact, um, uh, my office and I can get back to you now for, vehicles that for disposal of vehicles right you there's actually if you if you dispose a vehicle we there's there can be gain calculated there's gain like you dispose a vehicle business vehicle that you use for business it triggers is a taxable event okay so that amount it, it again tr triggers a taxable event when you when you dispose dispose a vehicle that you use for business or partially for business. Now, remember, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just bringing this out because some people, I mean, of course, maybe you use your car three, four years, you want to dispose of it. Okay. Usually, um, sometimes when you dispose of it, there's not really any gain that you make, or, um, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, but oftentimes you don't make a gain. So when you look at your disposal of your vehicle, you have to look at it and see, um, I mean, if you're making a gain or loss, but that also pertains to purchase vehicle. Now that's not a problem. If you three, four years, I mean, uh, you know, dispose your vehicle here and there, but if you're someone that continues to buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, I'm not talking about a car dealership, but that's a different ball game. I'm talking about you using your car for business. Please note that when you're using your car, if you're a car dealership, this is not, not for your cars that you, that you sell as inventory. I'm talking about your own car that you use. Um, as a business owner for business. So if you're someone that um, likes to change your vehicle, this is where um, 
there be there this is when you would realize you realize that there is tax implications as i'm just saying um you might so that's why i said if you're someone that change your vehicle every day i mean every year you have to consider do you want to go into um okay is there a loss there's no loss is there a gain there's gain and so this is the complications of quick um continuously buying and selling within over maybe six months eight months one year so this is what's an, an issue that people face when they do that um, again, there's nothing wrong if it's your choice to buy um, continuous, continually change your car yearly. That's not a problem, but that's why a lot of people that do that just change their car and just lease the vehicle. Okay, so for leasing the vehicle, there's no you just there's no disposal. You just change the vehicle. So I mean, of course, we look at um, a couple of things when we're looking at um, um, the different the level of maybe your your lease. Um, your lease payments has gone up because you've got a new car or something, but it's not really related to disposal. It's not really related to disposal um, of a vehicle um, as compared to a purchased vehicle. Okay, so I would just say that it just depends on what works for you. Um, I've highlighted a couple more. I mean, this of course, this is not exhaustive, but I just um, highlighted um, some major considerations when you're choosing um, do I buy a car or do I lease the vehicle? Um, I know the year is coming to an end. Um, um, of course, I know that there are gonna, there's going to be some um, promotions going, around, going on, especially now with the COVID-19. A lot of businesses want to do so much to actually get their inventory sold. And so there might be so many deals for leasing and there might be so many deals for purchasing a vehicle. So just make sure that you see what works for you because what works for um, company A might not really work for company for your company or what works for company B might not really work for your company. You have to sit down and say, okay, what am I looking at? What, what am I, what, what is my, um, my car use usage? What do I, how do I use my vehicle? Is my mileage too high or do I, am I the kind that wants to always change my vehicle? How, what am I looking at? How do I, I mean, do I, okay, I, I don't, do I have to, a lot of money to put down for a down payment for a vehicle? What am I looking at? Is it better for me to spend less and, and um, lease a vehicle? So it really, it really depends on what works for you. I always tell people that um, you have to look at what every business, I tell them that it's not because, um, as I said, business A is doing it that you should do it or business B is doing it that you should do it. You have to look at what actually works for you. You know, so um, I hope um, it's been very educative today. I hope I've been able to share something that would make a difference um, in your business choices. And um, I also hope you have a wonderful and lovely um, day today and lovely week. Um, enjoy your week and um, I'll see you next time. Mm, take care. Bye for now.